0: Welcome back to Face the Music. I'm your boy, Justin.
1: I'm Tony. I'm
2: sorry, Justin. <laughs> I'm Jalon. I'm sorry, man. Nah, Justin is k on here. You talking I'm- all regular a minute. Welcome back. To- I'm like, yo, this dude right here,
0: man. Hey,
2: bro,
0: bro I got to turn on like the, the Hollywood, it's showtime, lights is on, we ready to record. Exactly. i my radio I got you. you feel exactly. me? I'm sorry. They don't need the, pre, the pre-smooth talk, you feel me? That's, that's the Patreon level access, not the pre. <laughs> I,
1: that's <laughs> a fact. That is a fact.
2: I apologize, man. You, you sure. have to continue. I didn't mean to make a joke out of the first
1: two seconds. <laughs> nah, you all right, man. We just easing our way through stuff, easing our way through life, bro. I hope y'all doing all right, man. Look, hey, it's been a lot of stuff that's been happening with me lately, but I can tell you straight up, like the other day I was just reminiscing. I was working. I started this new habit where uh, I'll start to listen to lo-fi music while like working for some odd reason and, um, you know, keep it at like a low type of volume and, you know, just work, you know, work, 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 like what, you know, responsible men are supposed to do, <laughs> Right. All right. So um, as I'm listening to music, a wild thought came in, in my mind, like the older we get, the more hip hop heads like appreciate jazz and its sounds and just the feels with that. So I thought it would be a great topic for us to talk about this week, man. So first off, just in general, how do you guys feel about jazz music?
0: You want this producer jalon or you want me to go for it man
2: you go ahead man i i got a lot to
0: say man Go ahead. I, i'm gonna say this so like full transparency when i was younger i hated jazz yo absolutely hated it because like growing up around like you know your old heads like uncles my granddad and stuff like that and just like even the older generation they played a lot of jazz when i wanted to hear like hip hop and rap so I spent a lot of time just like, bro, I would rather be listening to like, you know, the, the radio than jazz. But as I've gotten older, like, I realize how talented they are. Mm. Random fact, I've never said this on the show. I also played saxophone when I was younger. What? So, That's yeah, I
1: actually, <laughs> I,
0: actually, I actually played saxophone. So my dad is actually like he uh, marched in the band at Bethune Cookman so wow. I grew up around a lot of musicians and stuff like that so my parents because I got in trouble a lot um they wanted to find something constructive to do so they you know they made me play the saxophone cuz my dad played and I learned how to play I was actually really good I could still play like uh I remember like trying out for like the jazz band in middle school and making it the only reason I tried that was to prove to my dad that I could make it that I never went to any jazz band. <laughs> <practice after that. laughs> so, saying that all to say, like, I look back at that moment not realizing how much I appreciate the music because I was young and hip hop at that time wasn't very melodic and jazzy. But now, as I've gotten older and I listen to artists like Sego that have mm. a very heavy jazz influence, you know, um, like even like Thundercat and a, a lot of those guy. guys like Flying Lotus oh, yeah. um, and even like, you know, Jay Dilla. I mm-hmm. realized how much I wish I would have kept up playing saxophone because I love jazz. Like now I appreciate that, you know, my granddad and my pops put me on jazz because, you know, before we was recording, I had a little Miles Davis on the background. I feel like it also, jazz speaks to your brain. Now, I'm not going to say it makes you feel smarter, but we all know sometimes music can make you feel dumber or smarter. There's sometimes you listen to some shit like I feel like... I lost a couple motherfucking brain cells. I feel like when I put on jazz and I'm working, like, you know, I'm really feeling like, I feel boss level, you know, when somebody walks into the office and I got turned down the mouse, I'm like, yeah, what's what's good? What's good? Honestly, that is probably a long winded answer of
1: fucking my thought to jazz. Nah, hey, hey. Fantastic, man. What about you, Jalon?
2: <laughs> I thought I thought Justin was gonna stop talking a bit. I got off camera. I'm like, bro, keep it moving, keep it going. I, I,
0: should, I should have. It just waited awkwardly. Like, yeah, you know. But...
2: Um, <laughs> uh All right, now
1: go ahead. Go ahead.
2: Uh, for me, man, uh, jazz. I really care less about. Um, when I got older and I started making beats, I started liking jazz better, more because. Basically, when you try to find like R&B stuff to sample, the things that really did good was just the instruments. So basically without the vocals. So when you go back to jazz, there's a lot of stuff where it's just the music. So it's easier to sample that and make a song out of it. So a rapper can rap over it. So that if you know, like, you know Joey Badass, he has a lot of jazz sampled music because it's easier to sample that because you don't have to worry about the person talking. You just find the loop and do what you got to do. But um, surprisingly enough, when we, I did research, we all actually really liked jazz. We just didn't know it. So if y'all remember, just didn't know if, if y'all remember the show with Tom and Jerry, bro, that was a jazz show. <laughs> that entire show was jazz.
0: Explain. you're right. You're right. They, say <laughs> they shit didn't say the nothing. Show. Tom and Jerry never
2: speak. Yeah. It. <laughs> and it was music. It was jazz. You have to explain. It was jazz music the whole time, which is crazy. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, we all love that show, but we didn't realize we loved it or we love jazz. Because we didn't think about it like that, we watched a cartoon, but it's literally jazz music playing.
1: Wow, yo, Yo. jazz music! Yeah, I learned something (laughs) new today. Straight up,
0: yeah. But I'm like, that's crazy. (laughs) Nah, not that you. I actually like. I do realize that from a kid. Like, you don't realize what's influencing there because a lot of the shows back in the day were jazz. Like, even I think about a show, and it's hella controversial now, just because of the creator, but like the Cosby Show. If you go back and watch the Cosby show, even the intro is like the whole show is, because Bill Cosby was a big jazz enthusiast. So like, it was kind of like molded into the show in a way that you didn't even really realize. And I'm like, you know, damn, this shit been in front of us a whole
1: life. Yeah, that was that was definitely uh, obvious for me growing up. I mean, I do share that common uh perspective as far as like, jazz music was just over my head. Right. But, um, as a kid, I will watch cart cartoons like, Hey Arnold, the theme song would come on. You'll oh, hear, shit. you'll hear the sax. Yeah, as, soon as, it, yeah. as soon as it, as soon as it drops, you be like, what the damn. <laughs> then it has that, like, I don't know, theme or concepts within the show that like made you feel something emotionally, even if they just had like melancholy moments, of things happening or certain transitions, man. But I definitely shared that perspective as far as jazz just going over my head, man. But I mean, we was raised in the 90s. So hip hop music was what we heard, but we did not know, just like what you're saying, Jalon, as far as like hip hop being influenced and our culture being influenced by jazz. But I would say maybe third generation jazz music. Third, second generation type jazz feels right. So, hey man, look, I say this to say, we was raised during the time of Jay Dilla, man. Jay Jay Dilla was just making beats, making beats, making beats. Yeah. Hey, look, Jay Dilla is one of the best producers I've ever heard. Still to this day, I want to know y'all opinions and feels about Jay Dilla and his influence to hip hop. Um,
2: Jay Dilla's fire. I didn't really, like, I learned about hip-hop late, like, late high school, college. That's when I started doing it. When I actually researched Dilla, I'm like, and look back at the samples, I'm like, yo, he really chopped these things up. Even to the drums, it was a lot. It was definitely a lot.
0: hmm Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I didn't, I realized, like, when we were younger, we didn't have the same level of access to music and the information behind it. Facts. So like now when you get on like Apple and Spotify, you can see who produced this at the third. So I felt like as I was in like high school, I realized like a lot of the shit I liked had a similar sound. And then as I got older, I realized like, oh shit, like Dilla produced that. Like I love a lot of Slum Village. You know, it's I like village. the far side. Oh, I yeah. like um, shit. I love Common. Like I'm a Common. big fan of Common. Yeah. Um. So, like, especially at that that era for me in high school, then realizing like even like early Kanye, like you, Dilla, per, like end up birthing a lot of other artists, but have a similar style. That I was like even ninth wonder. So, like for me, Jay Dilla is an essential part of like you know, I guess my hip hop catalog when I think of. I don't, know, I don't want to say it's like an offend anybody, but like when I think of like the essence of hip hop and to like to me, what pure hip hop is, it's like good lyricism and good beats.
1: Yeah.
0: And you can play that shit anywhere in any crowd and like everybody fuck with it. Like when the when common delight comes on, everybody fuck with that song. And like it, it's timeless because of the beat, that jazz feel, and that nigga spitting facts, you know? I love that song.
1: Big facts, man. Big facts. Like, All I know is that jazz influenced so many other aspects of hip hop as well. Like producers, even to the concept of sampling. Like, I don't know if y'all remember in the early 2000s, like there was this whole wave of sampling, 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 even in the nineties too, but especially in the nineties, but it was more relevant in the early 2000s, right? Like (sighs) hip hop groups like Dipset, uh, producers like heat makers um the list can go on and on when it comes to sampling man and and then you heard about Kanye West like i need to understand y'all perspective when it comes to sampling and its connection to hip hop and jazz music
0: oh shit oh shit i'm gonna be honest with you like so i'm gonna loop this in so for people that don't know about jazz, like at one point in time, like jazz was like the most controversial shit to hit the streets. Like when jazz first came out, like white folks thought that shit was like devil music because black mm-hmm. folks created jazz. It really became popular in like the 1920s around the Harlem Renaissance. So at one point in time, jazz was as divisive as hip hop. Over the years, it, it developed. Like in the 60s and shit like that, you see people like Gil Scott Heron starting to really like be poetic on jazz beats, which that nigga is like low key to me, like the first lyricist. And then as you get into like the 80s and 90s, people start looping and DJing. So bringing that to the sampling piece, I'm a big fan of sampling and the practice because what ends up happening is you tie people to songs that they didn't realize. Facts. Were like original songs, so like I think about a song, um, like because I listen to a lot of jazz, I'll like go listen to like let's say a Kanye album, and like especially early Kanye, and Ooh. you'll hear a sample, and I'd be like,
1: classic stuff, yo.
0: I listen to Mar- Marvin Gaye, and I'm like, oh shit, that's mm-hmm. that Kanye sample, it's like yep. that makes me have more respect for like the old song too. So I feel like sampling is one of the best things. And I've heard people that aren't hip hop fans that like, you know, I don't think hip hop producers or rappers are like talented. And I'm like, bro, you don't know how much talent it takes to find a song that's already fired. Take one little snippet of it, loop that shit, mm-hmm. add something to it to get somebody to spit. And it's like, and now you have appreciation, like bro, let's be honest, like Slow Jam, Kanye West. What? They,
1: that's like, forever.
0: You know, that's, that's a forever a, classic. To, to the Wire. You to feel me? Fire. Like, <laughs> come on. And that, yeah. that's, but I like the Shaka Khan song as much as the other song because of the sampling. So to me, sampling is, it's, it's as part as hip hop and that's also how jazz has been introduced because there's a lot of samples that people don't realize are true jazz songs. Big
1: facts. Big facts. That's crazy.
2: Yeah. And I want to um, pretty much expand on what Justin was saying in the beginning. Because I was just watching a little bit of the, um, the, what's it called, Ray Ray movie? I didn't watch a little bit of it, but I was watching like little trailers of it. And you, you are correct. Basically, they were upset because he's blending gospel with, you know what I'm saying, basically what they call was sensual music or whatever. So they're upset like, yo, what are you doing? Because with jazz, it was a lot of improv. So it's like, so each, since I made beats, I kind of know like, you know, you play certain scales or seven keys in each scale. But with jazz, you can add eight, eight or nine. So they have like the eight chords, I mean the nine chords and the um, I haven't made it in a while so I finally got some stuff wrong. But they, you can add like the, the seventh chord, the ninth chord, um, eighth. So you can add different things instead of playing in those seven keys. So it's more improv. So it's kind of like breaking the rules. So a lot of people are upset like, yo, what are you doing? You're not supposed to be making music that sounds like this. I didn't close my
0: blinds. It's my fault. White, white folks, white no black
2: folks people. Black people were upset too. Black people are upset too. I I, I, I don't know how true. Well, been, I don't know. The, I don't know how true it is. But in the movie Ray, the black people were upset at Ray because he was doing it.
0: That, oh, yeah. that they because were upset the at Ray for because of like the the mix of black people have yeah. a hard time when you mix anything gospel related mm-hmm. with
1: secular stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. like
0: that is always going to be a source of like, for, especially for like heavily Christian people in the South. Like you can't like. You know, there's people that were really feeling like Kanye's gospel album because they're like, Listen, I don't know. Like, you, yeah, you that's controversial. That <laughs> being Kanye sense. and that being gospel. So I don't think it was the sound white folks. And I say this and this sounds like hella racist. I put it saying white. Slide, don't make that real. Uh, <laughs> we just we just have to just to It's gonna start. gonna start
2: off. <laughs> <laughs> Click play. white
1: folks.
0: Ah shit! I'm come to work <laughs> and niggas going show me this like. What you, hey, my boy. go on? ahead and
1: feel <laughs> <this."> see, man. <laughs> jazz music just pull out old historic sayings <laughs> like, oh,
0: white folks. <laughs>
2: I just want to no, no. say okay, oh when you're done, I you want to say something.
1: Go
0: ahead. Go ahead, I was just saying because, like, within jazz and the improv, like, because I've been around and my dad plays a saxophone, so being around a lot of like musicians, how they played their music, it wasn't the conventional way that like white folks say to play the you know saxophone. Because if you ever go watch a white band play. You know, they're a little stiff. You feel me? Like, they don't really got that soul. And if you watch like a, a black jazz ensemble, they most of the time, they don't even have sheet music in front of them. Yeah. Like, the niggas I used to watch play, that's why I was like, I can't, I don't want to play saxophone because I had to read music. So, like, for me, I, if I read the music, I could play, you know, and I could read any of the music and go. But like, when my dad would play, he had none of that shit. He was in motherfucker just feeling. And I'm like, I'm trying to be that person. I think that's why white people's afraid because we came in and them niggas had saxophones for years. Yeah. Yeah. Never sound that good. We get on that motherfucker, it's like black folks on the guitar versus white folks on the guitar. We sound a little different.
2: Uh, mm. um, this is kind of off topic, but um it's about the Ray movie. I don't know if y'all watched it, but it was just one part that was crazy, right? So everybody knows Ray is blind. So when he's picking his woman, he's touching their wrist. <laughs> to see if they're big or not, to see if they're attractive. I said, yo, that's shallow, yo. <laughs> he ain't
1: had no way to judge it. He ain't had no still, other way to yo, judge that. That's crazy.
0: Like, but, they, they, but they say he was actually, like, the thing I've heard, because I watched a lot of documentaries on yeah. Ray, um, Ray Charles, and they say, like, he was actually, like, really good with picking out attractive women like that's crazy. By, by that. Cause if you look at it, it's like his baby mamas and stuff like that. You yeah. know, old school artists used to be fucking fucking. Yeah. They used to have like 30 limb kids. Yeah. All of them are attractive women. So he, that's, shit, that's, the wrists tell us something. That's, that's how y'all need to date. Blindfolded <laughs> in the club, grab a woman by the wrist,
1: <laughs> Grab the woman by the wrist. <laughs> that's
0: that's that wrist. Uh,
2: that's not a good idea.
0: Nah, bro, that's the my, that's my next dating app. Instead of hinge, it's just gonna be pictures of women's wrists. <laughs> Nothing <else>. Yo, yo, <laughs> call,
1: call that shit ray dating. You feel me? <laughs> I don't think I, I do not think uh, people in our generation or maybe even younger will be ready for an app like that, man. But I mean, really, honestly, this this brings up a great question. Like, in terms of the younger generation, do you guys think that they have an appreciation of jazz music or? Maybe they didn't yes. know it? Like, no, yes. yes, yes,
0: absolutely not. Mm. Absolutely yes. not. Explain. No. Yes. I'm gonna
2: say no because all right, like, here's gonna be because the- I actually talked to younger people. I actually have a, um, I don't wanna say a med tee, because he's not really a med tee, but he's what 14. And I was just talking. I'm like, yo, who's your favorite? I was snacks. like, I was like, Who, who's your favorite? Uh, who's your favorite artist? He said Yeats. I said what? <laughs> I said, I said <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeet. yeet. Yes, I don't even know how to spell it, but I think it's like yeah, Yeet. That's his favorite artist. And mm. I'm like, I've never okay. heard this in my life. What's going on? But but but, but
0: Google check. But
2: in. his second uh-huh. favorite was like Mob Deep and like Alchemist and all that stuff. But when he said Yeet, I'm like,
0: you know, yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting. Your your sample size is terrible, Jalon. Talking to one young person. Is not a good representation. Yes, well, this is the reason I say yes. Okay, why I actually think that the younger generation has a has a big respect for jazz, because Masego is a very popular artist. He's younger than us. When I listen to like Nubia Garcia, you know, even mm. if you look at like the internet, there's a lot of contemporary artists. Like even when I listen to Daniel Caesar, like. His ballads have a uh, definitely jazz, like even her, with some of her ballads and stuff like that. So her. there's a lot of artists nowadays that have, like you can hear in like Cleo soul, you can hear jazz within like the production, even producers. Now, when I think about mainstream hip hop and music, that's never been the case. Like at no point in time with the hip hop, do you see that like the heavy jazz sound? Because even in Jay Dilla days, Jay Dilla hasn't produced a lot of number one hits. So I feel like the mainstream hip hop is always going to favor like the non-jazz, but like behind the scenes, like the artists that niggas really fuck with kind of have that soulful. And I know it's a lot of young artists that like, that I'm shocked that when I hear them and I'm like, bro, bro, only like 20 and they already kind of got this, this soulful jazz vibe. So I think the younger generation appreciates it. It's just not a large population like within our generation, ain't a large population because right now... For an example, Money Bag Yo will outsell Robert Glasper or Jay Dilla. Like, and I hate to say it, just because of that type of style, people gravitate towards different things. So I think it just depends on the population segment.
1: This is interesting. This is interesting, man. Because like, I feel both the y'all points honestly, and I don't. I don't mean to say this to sound biased or like I'm, I'm trying to be neutral, but like, I wonder. If these young kids, young people, however you would you know, call them, the generation after us, they're listening to these younger artists that may have jazz influenced sounds, right? Do you think they are aware of it, though? The artists are. The artists definitely. Nah. But, right, like, nah. okay, but they will blast Young Thug. They will blast YSL. They will blast, um, uh, what's uh Yo Gotti's uh group? Um, I forgot the CMG? It was, uh, yeah, is it, they'll is it CMG? they'll yeah. blast all of them, man. But every single one of them artists will make you feel hell. Even Young Thug, and when he was partnered with uh Rich Homie Kwan, uh Rich Gang, man, they're scatting then <laughs> a lot of the, come on now. That, like that's true shit. That that is, true that shit. That's <laughs> that's jazz. I remember like I would, I would get my hair cut from uh one of my barbers back in the uh, day, and this was this was when thug was bubbling, right? And um he was like, yo, young thug has a jazz album, he does not have a hip-hop album. I'm like, what? And I mean, you know, I'm not being biased as far as who told me this, but an Asian man from New York told me this while cutting my hair. Yeah. So that made me think, oh, I need to open my mind a little bit more, straight up. And I think he was younger. I think he was younger than me too. So the fact is, bro, there are some that are aware and then there are some that are just straight up, not like straight up.
2: I have a question. I have a question on that. So you said you look Asian guy cut your hair. Would y'all let a woman cut
1: your yeah. hair?
0: If like you went to the barbershop. I've had my hair cut off.
1: Yo, if she's I, I, if she's talented with the clippers, like yes, yeah. for sure. I'm a I'm ai uh
2: I had I just think I'm sorry. This I'm was sorry, a... I just think of like the little the sports clips because 'cause I've never seen one in like our kind of barbershop. I think like with the barbers in the sports clips, <laughs>
1: absolutely not. <laughs> nah, absolutely I, not. I wouldn't even walk in the sports clips. It's
0: it's, hmm. I got two stories because you saying that made me think about one of my homeboys from high yeah. school. So I had a homeboy <laughs> in high school, and he was adopted, um, and he was a ad- but he was like him and his sister was from St. Louis. So like my homie was like a real like if I showed you all this, and he's a, he's always been like a real hood dude, but he got adopted by this like really upper middle class white oh, family, like. Wild juxtaposition. So like I would go kick it with him and I'm like, bro, this shit don't even like white parents. Wild shit. So he had just moved to the area, and like, you know, white folks don't know shit about like getting haircuts. Like to them, going to the barber shop is like, you know, sports clips, greats clips, like any of them motherfucking franchise shits like that. So they had the idea to take my man's to get a haircut. Yo. And when he came back, oh we ain't even clowning because we just truly felt bad for oh, because Lord. like they fucked his shit up. Like I remember man. looking at his edges. You know when your homie cut you got hit with one of these like
1: what? It was mm. like
0: that. One of my I I I'll never forget my other homeboy uh, Jarvis was like he was like bro. That day he was like they left. They like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take you to the south side to go get a haircut because they had to like fix his line. They gave my man the soup. You know they. They pushes. They took push the shit back. <laughs>
1: they gave him They gave him
0: what now? They they gave a look like his his shit was like he had the McDonald's arches because like ooh. white folks, if, they, uh, if you don't know how to cut, they was just they didn't know how to line it right. You seen ooh. white boys? They don't have their shit lined up. You know when the white boy has his shit lined up by like a black person? You can yeah. tell, yeah, it's crisp. But the story that I got my hair cut by a lady one time. So I, I called myself trying to go to this like little fancy, you know, barber shop. Um, it was like a, it was a mixed race barbershop, shop. So you had like black people in there and white folks. And I was like, I'm trying, I want to try this experience. It's not like the ones I had growing up when it's niggas. And you got to wait for four hours and you're just sitting there in the barber shop. So it was a, she was a, like a Hispanic lady. She cut my hair, it was a decent cut. But once I got done, she gave me like a shoulder massage. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> This shit was good. <laughs> like, I've, never felt, I've never felt this good in the barber chair before. I'm like, this shit feels like, she was like really good. Like, I, you know, I'm not gonna give her an extra tip, but like, damn, I yeah. appreciate the motherfucking effort. But it did, I never went back to her because it just made me feel weird. Cause like, I don't like being in a barbershop full of niggas, getting a massage, yeah. looking at them. So I just want some yeah. to go back and do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's funny, y'all. <laughs> if it was a private room, it'd be different, yeah. but just in front of everybody, you just niggas looking at you making eye contact.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, no, it's, oh, it's funny, it's funny you say that, right? Cause right now I'm looking for somebody else to to, to twist my hair, because my um hairstylist decides to take a two-week vacation, but that's another conversation. But um I'm trying to find somebody in Charlotte to get my, to get my hair retwisted, right? <laughs> So I found this lady, and I'm looking at all her services. She got a bunch of services. One of the service was like butt wax. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, what what? I said, I said the, I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the, gonna retwist it and get a butt wax after. <laughs> nah, and,
0: hey, if that's what if that's what you if that's what you into, I know I know ladies that do
2: it. Um, I said, yo, that's you know, crazy. Um, really, man. No, I'm not gonna do that. But just just Listen, seeing that on the I, list was hilarious. Yo. I said a butt wax. You will get a retwisted and a butt wax after that is too much.
0: Hey, you know, I would be. I would. I, I don't. I would. I'm not gonna say I'm a judgmental person, yeah. but I would definitely have to look twice at a nigga if I pulled up after I'm getting my hair twisted. And she's like, "Yeah, you here for the re-twist and ass wax?" And it's like,
1: <laughs> like it's kind of hard to not be judgmental right now with this well, stuff you, that you know, we're hearing. Like,
0: like, I'm I'm cool. Like if that's your thing, that's your thing. Like I'm not that's a gay crazy person, I get that. But I got a question for y'all. Have um <laughs> speaking of waxing, um, have y'all ever had like any part of your body waxed?
1: I actually have not. Nah, nah. Okay, but... Justin
0: has. Yeah, face. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So so nah, I haven't had like disclaimer, it was on some like joke shit. So, you know, like ladies always talk about, oh, you know, waxing hurts and this, that, and that. I'm like, man, like, you know, suck that shit up. It can't be that bad. So I remember it was like, you know, I was like, I do right here on my chest. You know, like, like that, that seemed like a good enough area. You know, the young lady put the little wax on, it was warm, it was a little sticky. You put the little, like, the little, I don't even know what it is, like a piece of paper to grip the shit. And then she ripped that shit off. And when I say that shit made my motherfucking heart skip a beat. Like, it ripped skin. I was like, this shit is by far the most painful shit I've ever experienced. So, ladies, I say all that to say, I love the torture y'all go through to look beautiful. But I'm just going to tell you, if niggas had to do anything that was that painful, we wouldn't do it.
1: They wouldn't. (laughs) Simple as that. (laughs) (laughs) Straight like that. Nah, not at all. I know I wouldn't. Shit. Power to you, bro, for that uh, uh, hypothesis, because that's basically what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was, that's it was my hypothesis.
0: About. You know, it ain't scientific. We can get it out there. We can throw a couple polls. I,
2: I want to put. I want to bring up a movie because um, we're talking about jazz. Mm-hmm. Love Jones. Yes, yeah. I think that was um. It was about love, but they had a lot of scenes where you know he's doing spoken word with the jazz playing in the, mood, the background. Was that one a cool movie for y'all, or was y'all members of that movie?
1: I think that that movie was actually a pretty dope movie, man. It's definitely a classic. I think it was like a low key, low budget type movie that just sparked up and yeah. just became a classic, yo. So that's to me, that's 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 what makes this movie one of my classics. But um, the scenery, the uh, music, the the way that they would recite poems, all that, man, it was a great uh, expression of what I think. Jazz music makes people feel right, so yeah, man. Love Jones was definitely dope.
0: So, I actually think the movie's absolutely overrated. Um, as far as storyline goes, I hate the storyline. Like, I I like Lorenz Tate, I love me alone, I like the aesthetic of the movie and stuff like that. But for overall story, and it granted, it's been some years because. I remember watching it when I was younger, and I, like I knew the movie, but I didn't know what it was about. Then I went back and watched it, and I was like, this shit is ass. I thought it was going to be on some like, Love and Basketball Brown sugar level <laughs> shit, and that shit was Cheeks. And I was like, I don't really know why people like this movie. It made me think about Baby Boy, because it's also another movie I rewatched. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know why people like this movie. Like, yeah. So saying all this, say the spoken word piece is one of the pieces that I like because I've always, when I was younger. I felt like, you know, my club experience was going to be on some of that shit like that. So, slide to a little bar, motherfuckers doing spoke work, and pick up on a honey. Yeah. Never been to, well, not have been to something like that, but it wasn't the same vibe,
2: so. Mm. so have you ever uh, tried to pick up a woman with a palm?
0: Yes. Uh, this is honestly this embarrassing, embarrassing as fuck. So when I was younger, you know, my mom has always been a person about, you know, black books and making sure that, you know, the family is well-rounded. So when I was younger, um, I got this book. Tupac was one of my favorite artists growing up. So for many people that might not know, he has a book, a poetry book called The Rose That Grew From the Concrete. So I would read this because I'm, like, I'm a big fan of music and just, you know, being able to kind of read the poetry and it was like literally scanned copies of like, you know, his handwritten verses and then the act like print it. So in like high school, you know, for our generation, we ain't had no texts, you feel me? We, we ain't had none of that. So if you really wanted to rap to a young lady, what you did was you wrote her a note and either you slid it to her or you had one of the homies, you know, pass it along and stuff like that. Facts. So I ain't gonna lie to you. I probably can go to the poem right now, but I might have, you know, copy wrote a poem, copy and paste it from that book to that note and the chick was like, "Oh my God, that's such a sweet Paul." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I wrote that thing. I technically did write it. It wasn't originally from me, but you know, I ain't put it from Tupac. But yeah, so yeah, it worked. You know, high school ting. So we dated for like two oh, weeks. Worked. You know how that okay. went. It worked. It, worked. <laughs> it, it did, it, bro. But it was a, it's a, it's a Tupac. Like I, I can read. So like, if I had wrote it, it probably still would have been fired. But um, like, you know, but still, it's yeah.
1: That's interesting. As an adult, no. No. I did. I'll go yeah, to um, I don't
0: feel I, I don't feel like women now deserve,
1: it, deserve that. I'm not a lie. <laughs> hey man, look. Hey, it's good to be trans transparent and honest, bro. Because honestly speaking, I I really ain't have no game growing up. Like really, I had no game, and I don't care about who the fuck knows this now. But the older I got, the more I start to have a more appreciation of poems, and it wasn't just poems coming from me. Like growing up, I would. I would write raps like, and it's a funny story with that. But um... you gotta gotta get the funny
2: story, bro. Don't don't pass up the funny story. Come on now, (laughs) it's it's, it's, kind of personal.
1: It's kind of personal, but like I can give a little bit. Like growing up, it was more so of like me writing poems or not poems, but me writing raps as a practice of language or communication, let's just say. Right. And it worked for me. So, um, the older I got, you know, teenage into adulthood, um, I started to coast away from, uh, actually communicating into like bringing dates into going to go see poets. (laughs) Like literally, like I would, I would have, I had a date with this chick, man. And we went to go see these kids. Yo. It, was, it was random. It was a random Eventbrite thing. It was during the quarantine. It was crazy. yo. And um, this was recent, really, um, maybe a couple of years back. But make a long story short, these were these teenagers that had an assignment to write poems about their emotions of being quarantined throughout the pandemic. It was very interesting. I took her to it. She loved the fuck out of that shit. She loved the fuck out of me. <laughs> the fact is, that was just my way of, of of reaching into one world. Well, reaching into two worlds at the at the same time. So I wouldn't say that writing poems to a chick was a part of my game, but I would say as I got older, I started to like appreciate poetic justice. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Definitely a part of my game. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know if I should say this. Um... You should. If you don't know, if you should, you should. You definitely should. Freaking no, like moods, no. When everyone. you, when you, let's go.
2: <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just playing over here. Um...
0: <laughs> nah, nah. No, no. Say it, bro. Hey. Hey, if y'all been listening long enough, y'all know July pressures us to put out,
1: like... I oh, mean, shit. big facts, yo. Because I didn't even have to tell y'all Go that.
0: Ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. No. You know, not <clears throat> Go ahead. Say it.
1: Yeah. Go ahead, man. This is your turn. turn. <laughs> Go ahead.
2: All right, um, All right. I'm going to switch it up. I'm not saying that. Um, yeah, so it's been high school. No, Listen, no, let, no, no. let me talk. Let me talk. I can't do that, man. It's too, it's too close. It's too, you know, you can't put two, like, stuff that's too recent. In the podcast, you don't know the
0: listeners. So I can't put that to too, too
1: Well, yeah, that's facts because hey, what I but, said was years but, back. So yeah.
0: But you're not saying any names. And let's be real here. Only person that's going to know is that person. And if they are listening, thank you for listening to this point. Hopefully you yes. like to subscribe.
1: <laughs> Much appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you
0: for giving Jalan his material Listen, uh, whoever Jalan,
1: is. are you feeling jazzy, man, No, I'm,
0: are not, you feeling
1: I'm, jazzy? Not, <laughs> I'm not Go for it
2: All right, listen I can't, I'm can sweating over here too, man I don't even want to share anymore All right, we're still talking about my high, my high Damn, school experience. No, it's good. not good It's not good We're talking about high school experience So I had a um <laughs> it was a high school It was like close to the end of the year It was this girl I never really like was Trying to talk to whatever I was always like flirt with her Now and then So mm-hmm. I did I wrote a poem It was like a love poem It really wasn't to her, but I just said it was to her. So basically, we had to, like, perform the, or play, the poem in front of the class. So I said to play, and it was like, oh, he said, that's really nice. And then the teacher was like, you know, if you doubt for anybody, you know, make sure they get it. And I just gave it to her, which is kind of kind of smooth. But that's my only, like, real
0: kind of thing. Did, did, did you, for high school's sake, this is how we know gay success, did you get them digits?
2: Uh, I got my, it was actually was supposed to the end of the year, so I got her digits, like, after high school. So it didn't really, like,
0: didn't work out. Man. Oh, okay. Okay. All right.
2: You, you plan to see. Yeah, see Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. I, I recently unfollowed her on Instagram, too, because I don't, I don't play that.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, he, uh, okay. he, pulled, he pulled out the scat pack. All right. Like, go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the hell. Get the hell her cat-tack. out of here. Skirt <laughs> yeah. yeah. off. Okay. It. All, right. All right. All right. So in terms of artists today, I know, Justin, you mentioned masego but is there any like hip-hop and r&b artists that has a clear distinction of jazz influence that you guys like uh um
0: arguably the guy who dropped the album of the year up until this point mr kendrick lamar i feel like if you listen to him long enough as a fan every album has some form of jazz overlay um, he he uses heavy horns and stuff like that. So as a fan of Kendrick, like he does a lot of jazz stuff. Like some of the people that's produced on his album, I think it's September Butterfly, um, even Good Kid, M.A.D. City and stuff like that. You know, uh, all, every album he's had, maybe not much is damn. Now I think about it, but like mm-hmm. this last no, I don't one, know. I would say so. yeah no, did it? Did yeah. That? Okay, all right. So every My album, Th- I think about like. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. So I think like Kendrick's the first person, but on r and B tip, like to me, it's just like it's it's toll, so many people like the um So you many know, to to listen. Cause I you know I listened to that Brett Fayez album and I liked it.
1: And you know let's, let's talk, let's talk it's number that, one. Let's talk about that. I'm sorry, let's talk about that. It's number one. Uh, it's number one, bro. Hey, hey, hey. I did not That's call this last out.
0: episode. You did, you did. You did for our, <laughs> our listeners right now, for those who are not um watching this on YouTube, y'all can't see Jalan's face right now. So, backstory while we're me and Tony are laughing, Jalan doesn't like the album, and typically, if me and Tony like it, Jalan exactly, hates no joke. I hate it. But, well, <laughs> <I do. laughs> let's let, let me, let me about Let's talk about
2: it. First of all, why do you have Dead Man Walking? Why do you have the song with Drake, some other. He has like four songs on there already that came out like five years ago. He has about ten skits on there, five minutes each, and he has other songs that are just like, like six, you know what I'm saying? Like nobody who wants like to do a ten minute skit? Like come <laughs> on, bro. I
0: will on the first time. Come through. on, yo. I'm, si- I'm sitting
2: here. All I'm right. sitting here driving, trying to vibe out, and I hear <laughs> him screaming and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, nobody wants to hear that. Sorry. <laughs> The song right. I do like. So, the song I do like. Actually, let I, me pull it up. The song I, I ain't gonna lie. I did like one song. So, let me, so I did like "Dead Man Walking," but we already knew that song already. Uh, Brent Fires. Okay. There's one song I really liked.
1: Oh, I'm serious. I'm serious. Not it. Yo, I'll, um, while you look that up, I'll say one Why of my favorites. One of my well, one of my favorite songs on that album is um, "All Mine." That junk is yes. that junk. That yes. that junk slide. I, just lied. Yes, I ain't even gonna
0: lie. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Okay. I'm gonna I'm 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 tell one of the songs I thought was fired because when I listen to the album, I'm gonna tell everybody how I listen to music. When I first download an album, I just hit play from track when I listen to it. There's sometimes, like Drake's album, It, I was like, fuck <laughs> this shit, I'm turning it off. <laughs> and if it is, that, if that's the case. I I will not go back in, like, I, it takes me a long time to get back into the album. Yeah. Like, I like albums that can take me through. um Like, when I listen to Breezy's album, I was like, this is cool, but every song seems like a radio hit to me, and I don't like albums like that. So mm-hmm. this album actually, to me, showed Britt's artistry. Like, what he was talking about, too, like, I'm not going to lie to him, like, you know, every nigga can relate to the lyrics, but I, I was feeling them new shit was in close to home, you know, Brent's a, Brent's a toxic nigga. I'm not saying I'm a toxic nigga, but everybody has their toxic traits. So, like, I thought it was fire. And the shit with him and Alicia Keys, I was like, yo, this shit was slide. Dope. This shit, was, is, dope. This shit yeah. was dope to me. So, all overall, you know, Jalan hates it, but right now, I know it's number one on, like, most of the charts. And... I like Burner Boy's album, and Burner Boy has a lot of fans worldwide, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. and he's above Burner yeah, Boy.
2: Yeah, I don't album. want to get into Burner Boy yet. But yeah, like I said, so like you talking about Alicia Keys, you know like when y'all used to date somebody, you kind of like, you, you still want to see the good for them, right? So I really did like Alicia Keys to be on that song. I'm like, yo, don't do my girl like that, man. You know what I mean? Like that's song, wow. that song wasn't it. What? That's all wasn't it. She ain't
1: even She's, sing, she's you know? on a... She, she she's
2: just, on she an just album that's... don't even don't put her name wait, associated that,
0: you know? You know what I'm saying? Like I don't want, <laughs> I don't want. Her wait, help. let me let me say, this, <laughs> let me say. So 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 wait, let me ask you this. Let's let's say you're a producer, right? Right. You have an artist. You're not a big fan of Brent Fires. but at the end of the day, he just dropped the number one album on most streaming services and stuff like that. You telling me you wouldn't be like it's a. It's a, it, it behooves you to jump on, because I know you would put them on a the Pop Smoke shit, and this is better than all the Pop Smoke's albums, or <coughs> stuff like that. Pop Smoke yeah.
1: is a jazz composer. Okay, Go ahead.
2: No, listen. So, so I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm not a Brent fan. I wanted this press album to be good. I, lo- I wanted the album to be good. So basically, you talk about how you listen to music. This is how I listen to the album. I press play in the first song. Listen to it a little bit, listen to it a little bit, not feeling it. Next. A little next. And then if I'm skipping like five through, I'm just going to be going quick, and I'm like, all right, I'm done with this album. So that kind of happened to me, but I had to go back to it because I'm like, I still am a Brent fan. I want him to do good, and I got a podcast, so I have to kind of listen to it. So I got to song Rolling Stone. I like that song, but that's about it. Other than that, I didn't like anything. I feel you, man. That shit. <sighs> you didn't like the song with him and Tyler, the creator? Bro, I probably that was an old song. That was that was on Tyler's album. That's what I said. Half of the songs was old. That wasn't on Tyler. That song album. came out before. I I heard I I I heard that song before.
0: No, it came. It came out before. I don't think it it doesn't matter, but it came out before. It came out like ten years ago. Like I said, he dropped. He dropped old songs, bro. That that shit probably. But that I'm okay. So strategically, so I'm going to break down why artists do this, right? So for people that see artists that drop when they have albums and they put the single that's already been out, those single plays count towards your overall album sales. So that's why. That's why we he's see... number
2: one. You just broke the code. That's what... Half of them songs has been out already. They're di- uh, all these songs are getting plays already. So now he's pushed up to number one because half of them songs.
0: So so, but the, but 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 this is the thing about that though. Even within the, a lot of those songs that he dropped, like the gravity and uh like the wasting time songs, those songs individually did chart
2: high. Yeah, but yeah. but all of them, like with "Dead Man Walking," people are still listening to that song today before the album came out. And then people, people still like that. I don't like the Drake song. People still like that song. All them songs people like. And then now that you don't like the Drake song. Drake song was trash. I was so upset. Like this is not a good. This is not a good. What? Match. Oh. No, it was not a good. Match. Yo, it was not hey, yo, spam this comments. It was right not now. That's bro. Like, I'm saying I don't it's, it's a it's a toxic thing. Like you waste if you want to waste time, waste time with me. That's that's a cool thing to say. But the song was trash. That's Brent. The song was trash. That's always trash. Bro, that's like that's br- was that was a waste. The beat was trash. Yo.
1: Y'all, y'all answer this question for me, man. Yeah, like, yeah. maybe it, I got it, just misunderstood. Misunderstood. the stuff. topic.
2: I'm sorry.
1: Go ahead, Tony. No, no, no. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> did did Brent have a baby? Because I could have sworn at the end of the album he said. I didn't get that far. That he... I'm sorry. Say and, and there I go you back go. Back.
0: I, I gotta go back and listen to it. Yeah. All right, hey man. Go if y'all heard
1: it, 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 listeners, if y'all heard it, please comment, man. See, I don't know, because I maybe I missed heard it. Because one of the
0: skits. Right. So is what I'm gonna say, Jelan. One of the skits, why I actually like listening to skits for albums, you remember like Good Kid, Mad City, how each skit transitioned into the next song. So if you listen to the skit, it almost blended perfectly. If you listen to Brent's album and you listen to like the skits and then the next following song, it's like, it's, it's a perfect it's like a story. I know,
2: but it's okay. a, it's I a understand, story. but don't give me a 10 minute skit. Like, do not give me a 10-minute shit, yo. <laughs> like, come on,
0: yo. I just want to go.
2: Like, listen, we are in a microwave so era where like people's attention span is slow. Like 10, like that's why when I do reels, I try to keep them to the shorter end. Like 15 seconds. You know what I mean? Like the minute ones, it depends, but I try to keep it short so people could, you know, if I put, if I put out a reel that's 30 minutes, like they're like, yo, let's turn this off. It's too much.
0: Ten minutes is crazy. I, I agree. We're in the microwave. The logic is I agree true. Yeah. microwave. but for music though, like I know you think Breezy's album is fire, and, and, I, hate,
2: and I hate how they they, they I did his album for, like that. Like, why is nobody listening to it? He dropped a song no. with Wizkid that's fire, no, and nobody heard it. I'm like, yo, this song because, is fire. But
0: this, but this is why I'm about to tell you. Oh, y'all got nobody see like. For, this is this is why I think that is. Breezy album is cool, but to me, it sounds like it's not cohesive. It's just a whole bunch of singles on one album. Like, and it's, it's all the songs sound like right now.
1: It has they one sound. They just sound
0: like what is it's, it's popular for right now. So next year or two years from now, I don't think people are going to, like, come back to this album because it doesn't seem like it's, he was trying to create an album like that, that stuff. Brent's album, the sound is a different sound. So you're gonna yeah. come back and exclusively yeah. listen to it because it's also gonna be more relatable because of the song title, right. no, breezy.
2: Let me, let me, you you, you have to be. I, I just no. Okay, so yeah, you're right. Brent, <laughs> Brent has a nice sound. Next year when he drops his next album, and he takes three songs from here and put it on that album. We can talk about it again. <laughs> this guy's. That's gotta, not, what not what he's gonna do. Recycling his old stuff, yo. That's not
1: what he's gonna do, L- yo. Listen, you, you, listen. I know for a fact. I know for a fact that that breezy deluxe, though those extra songs that's what we needed to hear from Chris Brown. I don't care what nobody say. Those deluxe songs, a hey, my hat goes off to Chris Brown for that cuz we needed that. That song with Anderson Pott, we needed that. We needed that. He has substance. Like like y'all really got to take a listen to that um deluxe album, man. But Brent's album, I'm sorry, man. It was a it was a cohesive, comprehensive piece. That's and what you're doing. So. Right, right. And, and it's independent. Shit, so like, like, what? You yeah, cannot and he knock he write that. This shit. Come on now. You cannot knock that. Some life
0: experiences. You feel me?
1: Gotta give it to him. Hey, hey man, did it, did it ever cross your mind? Because I asked that question about Brent having a baby. Because maybe he took some time off. Maybe he took some time off to take care of his family. And he had to craft an album. You know, maybe five years ago when, his, when uh, Dead Man Walking came out and he didn't have time. He was back and forth by coastal. That's what the skits was telling us.
2: You need to, need to, take, a, so like, you need to take a little more yeah. time
0: off. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> <I, I>, <laughs> for for Brent, if, hey, this guy's wilding right. out, um, bro. Um, only thing I think if Brent was here, he would say, look at the numbers, though. Cause I feel like for yeah, me, facts. I say this. Brent, because he writes his stuff, I always respect artists who actually write their music rather than like a Breezy who's given songs to perform. To me, mm. Breezy's a performer. Mm. Like he's like he's very talented, he's an entertainer, but like, like even for Kendrick, when you actually write your own shit, I feel like you live life and you experience it, and then you put out a song, you know. Not that microwave shit Breezy be putting out. Like Breezy make party music to me. That's how I got feel. a question. So like I missed the substance
2: of I'm yeah. sorry, go keep talking. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay, so I have a question. So, no, go, so question. since we're talking about these skits, what's an album? What is your favorite skits on an album?
1: Oh, yo, shit. what? This Biggie Man. ready to die. Get out of here. Get out of here. Biggie ready to die skits was the best. I don't care what nobody say, yo. Ah, uh, yeah, hey, hey, please comment. I know it's an old classic album, but those skits made his album. I don't give a fuck. Nobody say, for real, yo. For real. So, so, he had a song uh, that transitioned from a skit into a skit. Not
0: nah, nah, this is probably <laughs> going to fuck your head up. I've actually never listened to a whole Biggie album from start to finish. Yo, yo. I'm not, a, I'm like, I'm not, I'm just not a big fan. Like, I, I'm not a big like, fan. He only had, he only Biggie, had two
2: albums. Biggie's, he only had two albums. Like, come on.
1: But anyway, this is this is great because Biggie's lyricism is influenced by jazz music. You have jazz composers that would say that his lyricism,
0: oh his cadence, yeah, yeah, yeah. his
1: cadence is jazz. So you have to listen to Biggie's album, bro, especially Ready to Die. Please, bro. I've
0: I've tried. I've I've tried. Like so, for me, and I'm going to answer the question. Please answer the question because when I I think of like. um, This god damn it, Jell-O. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So all right, my favorite, my actual favorite, my favorite skit when you ask this question is actually from the outcast Love Below.
1: Mm. Okay.
0: And it's the morning after it. skit. When it's uh I um uh, when is uh, Andre T in the bed, he laying next to the chick, like because that I don't even think a lot of people realize how much that skit has like funneled other shit. So the chick laying there, she's like, Where are my panties? <laughs> and, you know, he just pretty much, you know, he there laying the heat in his head. you know, I, I think I love her. I think she might be the one. That, ooh, I just want to, I want to lay in her hair, his homie in the back, ice
1: cold.
0: <laughs> that's always been my, one of my favorite skits, then it goes in the prototype. I don't know what it is about that skit that when I think of skits, like that's probably the best one.
1: Like That was tough. Best,
2: I have, I have, a, I have a, actually another segue from that, from that but for mine. Oh, it's going to be um Kanye, uh any of them albums, uh, College Dropout, Folk Bro, 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 bro. Yeah. come on, man. That's, I think the funniest thing we is that you, got you got remember it. The, your mom standing up pretending to be the tree? I'm like, yo, what? I've never had
0: that.
2: <laughs> <Did you> drink, <laughs> drinking cereal with a fork. I said, what? To Save the milk? I said, nah. No yeah, way. He
0: never never he, done that. Yeah,
2: never. I said, like, that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Um, I've done that out of laziness because I did not want to wash a spoon. That's but, yeah. mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but but segue, we talking about that um, <laughs> that ice cold. So have you ever been in a situation where you really liked a girl, but you was telling your friends, "Nah, she just uh, you know, she just uh, whatever." You ever been in that,
0: bro? Like, yeah, what? Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. I feel like for me, I'm not that person that's like. Jelon, you know me, you've known me for a very long time. Like, I'm not that person, like if I'm talking to somebody, you'll know if she's around, but like I'm not the person like, oh my God. Like, like nah, like that's, that's the old lady, it is what it is. Like, I feel like the homies know the, the seriousness of the situation if y'all get to see her, because you know, like, you know, if I'm sliding out with somebody that ain't necessarily homeboy approval, or I ain't feeling like that, she never gonna see the homies. It's that simple. It only need you to think you know the layers is that deep and stuff like that, so nah I ain't, you know
1: I feel that I share that same perspective, man, like <clears throat> I don't know. I mean me and my, me and my homies man, like I probably build anticipation because we're just having the conversation. but if I don't bring her around, it ain't true. All that shit go out the window. Last conversation that we had, oh what? Oh man, that that girl, nah, bro, nah, nah. Eighty six. How early? So yeah.
2: How early is it? Too early to tell your uh, boys about a girl. I don't
1: know. I Uh, mean, for for me, like I just said that I I would build anticipation. So I would have a conversation like, bro, hey man, I think I met this chick. She cool. I'll let you
2: know how she yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. I feel like You know what I'm saying? I like, like, like yeah. I don't know. I feel so, like. I, I, I'm going to go. So I, I agree with Tony. Like, I would just say, know, Yo, you might be a girl or whatever, and just keep it moving. I'm not going to give y'all details. but I know like a lot of women I talk to, they be like, well, I told my friends about you. I'm like, okay, cool. She said, what did you tell your friends? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I told them a lot, you know and I told nah, <laughs>
0: See, I think ladies do that for something different though, because like they like they almost seek like group approval mm-hmm. type shit like that. You know, they pull them up and make sure this, that, and the third. As guys, I ain't gonna hold you. Like I don't give a fuck if y'all don't like the yeah. person I'm with. Like I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. Like exactly. you know, I've 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 been around homies. so <laughs> fucked up stuff. I'm not gonna say, but I've been around homies that's like that. I'm not going to say homies, but like associates that don't think another homie's like girlfriend is like attractive and they say that. And it's like, bro, that's not your Doesn't place. Matter. Like, yeah. that, that no, no good is going to come yeah. from that conversation if you're saying that like, hey, bro, your girl ugly. She might be fucking hideous, but if <laughs> he loves her, like, hey, bro, it. I want you to be happy. So for me, when it comes to shit like that, I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't tell my friends about the lady I'm talking to. Like, I've never told like, Jelan knows. I'm, I'm just, I don't see the point to like, well, but, like she might not be long. She might not be around long enough to, for you to ask a question around. So why are we going to have this conversation? And then, you know,
1: like, like implied thing.
0: some moves, are, some, some, some things are just better left kept secret. You know, yeah. I feel like talking about people feels like you're giving them hope <laughs> and that's, I know. Nah, nah, like, oh, did you talk to your friends about me? Girl, your name ain't even saved my phone.
2: Nothing, <laughs> <like>, yeah. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> okay, so what, what okay, <laughs> all right, that's a good question. So when is a good time to save numbers? Because me, every time I save a number, that's when you start acting up. Like, I, I keep it regular the whole time. I'm like, you know, what? I kind of like this, but I saved her number, next thing you know, and like a, like a week later,
0: it's over. It depends on how many people you're talking to at that time, oh, though. Because okay. if you're talking to a lot, it's you have to, you have to, like, Save you got to know who you talking to because you you got you ten nine one nine number that's ten facts. you up. yeah and you like what's good Keisha like this is <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> 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 uh, shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> you, you got to scroll up <laughs> and they, they meet, <laughs> this is what I
2: always do when I first text a girl I make sure to say hey hey Keisha this is Jalon so I know so I could scroll up you're like okay this is Keisha keep moving so I have to make sure I say her name
1: bro
0: that's <laughs>
1: That's smart. That's smart. It's smart. And for the listeners out there, I hope y'all taking notes, man. Damn. Like, yeah. for me, like, um, I just know uh, uh, when it comes to saving numbers, bro, like, I really agree with the with the idea of knowing who you're talking to. Um, as of lately, I would say that that is more relevant to um, <laughs> when you're talking to multiple people, you have to know who you're talking to. But uh, if you're just... You know, intentional talking to one woman. Hey, man, see what she talking about. Do what you do. Save her number. Hell, even ask her for a picture. Whatever the fuck you do, do it right. But be mindful that you know it's not gonna last. Don't so say that. Don't say that, yo. Don't say that. Damn, Don't say damn, that, Tony. No, 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 <laughs> no. Be. I said be mindful that it's not gonna last. Like.
0: Uh, it's, it's, that, a, that it's it's a, a it's, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. You know what I'm saying? No, Listen, I, I ain't saying that it ain't. Listen, these, these, yeah. it's a these
2: days, I'm a little more optimistic than you know before. You know what I mean? Because I think right now I'm very confident in who I am, so I'm really just giving energy to people. You know what I mean? So you know, certain people. So I don't feel like I'm wasting my time with somebody. I'm not trying to look for validation from this person because I already you know have it within myself. So if you want to take you know ten hours to respond. I'm going to take 12 because I'm petty, but I'll keep the conversation
0: going. And that's what I'm talking about, Jalon. Match that energy. Yeah. Brought to you by the group chat.
1: <laughs> listen,
2: it worked, it worked, too, bro. Listen, you know, those 12 hours went down to eight, down to four. Next thing you know, I'm getting text back to back, uh oh, okay. Uh oh. Hey,
0: listen, uh oh. Listen, bro. I, I, you got to keep it ahead. cool. I could, write a, I, I could write a book. That's the only thing I'm saying. I could write a motherfucking book. <laughs> but when Tony, when you're talking, I thought about some shit. And this was from like years ago. Yeah. when you're talking about making sure you text the right person. And this was in high school. When we had flip phones. And at the time, like I was texting like my homie and the young lady I was talking to. But when I flipped the phone open, like, you know, technology then was a little different. Like the name said one thing, but it wasn't. So I text <laughs> my homie back. What I was gonna text. <laughs> you Not know, I text the girl back when I was texting my homie, but I was talking about her oh. and she responded back like what you talking about. She's like, Oh, oh. god, <laughs> oh god. I was just like, <laughs> I don't even know how I respond, but like you talking about, you know that feeling heart sick. Like my I was just like, oh, oh my god. I was like, oh, it's done. It's done. I wanna, I just wanna throw it in moment, break that shit and toss that stuff. Yo, we done. We done. Yeah. <laughs> I remember what we were talking about.
1: And what I
0: said was like, yeah, we didn't work out. And I always wonder if it was that text message. me? Like,
1: yeah. It probably was, bro. I, I, look, seriously, <laughs> was, you know? that shit In never happened to me. Hindsight. That never happened to me. I've always paid attention. Who the hell I was texting? Maybe it's, maybe because like, yeah. we're literally the first generation to text. So like, I knew you got to be sharp with that shit, even if you don't know what the fuck you're talking about to that person. At least you don't know what the fuck you're talking about to that person.
0: This, this, is, this was the T9 days, though. This was the T9 days. I got you. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, on the, so, yeah. yeah. I, I, have it. I learned a lesson. It ain't happened since then, you know. <laughs> Can't get caught slipping.
2: See, see, me, I actually do that on purpose sometimes to mess with people. Let's say if I'm talking about somebody, but like, man. Like, let's say I'm texting Tony. Yo, I'm sick and tired of Tony and send it to him. Be like, "Oh, my fault, wrong person." Just to just to mess with people Yo, a little bit. This guy, Javon
0: <laughs> Wilson, this, this guy, I do work emails. If that you know, if that makes any difference, but
1: <laughs> just to just to test out. not the waters, man. Oh uh, no,
0: nah, you know, uh, for all those people that like have to send a lot of emails at work. Let's be honest, we all know people don't read their emails, and it is. The most annoying thing professionally when somebody asks you a question and the answer to that question is in, like, an email. They sent you, and I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been bad at it because I walk up and be like, hey, motherfucker, what about this, that, and I sent you <laughs> You right. You right. I ain't read that shit. So, and, like, so there's a point in time in my career where I used to have to send out, like, these notes throughout the night as I was working. And there are detailed notes. I have to write this shit. And the motherfuckers would come in and then, like, so it happened? I'm like, bro, I literally, you know, wrote everything about like, why the fuck are you asking me to read your email? So what I would start doing was because I knew niggas wasn't reading the emails, I would start like writing random shit in it that had nothing to do with the subject, like the most off the wall shit, and I would be waiting to see when niggas said something. Nobody ever said anything, so it proved to me that niggas weren't
1: reading emails. <laughs> um... That is interesting.
0: That's funny, That's funny yeah. <laughs> like found found cocaine in the break room. Dot 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 dot.
1: Have fun
0: party. <laughs> like yo, the motherfuckers walk in work. I'm like, oh okay.
1: god. <laughs> that is hilarious. Hey, do y'all listen to music while y'all work? Uh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I wish I wouldn't. Yeah. Reading too. Oh, you on
0: calls? Yeah, I hate my job. Yeah. That's damn, bro.
2: You want to talk about it? Man, I just hate my job. I got I gotta, gotta find something. I can't do this no more because now they want us to go to the office yeah. soon. I'm like, yo, I'm already home, stressed out in the Ooh. office. Oh Ooh. my god,
0: they want you to go back to work. Oof, yeah, I, I'm not looking forward to that. <laughs> bro. Bro. That's, hey,
1: that's... where's the melancholy? Where's the melancholy? hey,
0: the hey but 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 your line of work, ah, so I'm gonna put myself out there. You work, where you work at, it's usually a lot of, you know, women there. So, you man know, because no. um, I, man yeah, man. I worked in a similar environment like that in college over a summer, and I ain't going to lie to you, my boy. Man, no, It got ridiculous. Man. That's what i saying. It's crazy,
2: actually. Um, did I put it in the group chat or something like that? Well, I, I told y'all. What did, did I put it in a group chat or say it on a podcast? I don't know. We say it on a podcast. I'm not talking to her anymore. But I actually jumped in this girl's DMs on Instagram. And I found out we're working the same job. And I was like, oh, shoot. So we're going to see each other when we, when we go there. But it never
0: worked out. Boy, that's going to be awkward. That's yeah. going to be awkward But we far. didn't,
2: like, I'm saying, we didn't, like, do anything. Really, really? We didn't really do anything or
0: anything. You know what I mean? It was like,
2: it wasn't like talk to her, just
0: oh, ain't, a conversation. Um, first day, disconnect her laptop, you know, her keyboard from her mouse and shit like that. So when she go, tap on her computer, it's like, it ain't working. You know, it ain't. You, know, you go over there and fix it <laughs> and say, the day. you feel me? I got you no, girl. I back back I'm back. Really, yes. Cool. I'm, I'm not
2: interested. You got some respect for yourself, man. That just is why she's attractive. You don't gotta be interested all the time. I respect I have you have control
1: for yourself. Yes, you it
2: know, do. I don't need I'm saying you don't need control. listen, there's a lot, it's a lot of good looking women out there. I'm
0: a I'm a petty person, so I also like winning everything. I'm petty and competitive, so that doesn't always favor the best decisions at times. So I'm just saying that's why I would like you're not gonna be here, you know. And I ain't gonna talk to you. I'm gonna make you feel like, oh, I really should have talked to
1: him. I'm saying no. How soon y'all gotta like go in the office, bro? What? How soon y'all have man, to go? Man, don't me, listen,
2: we doing the podcast. Why are we talking about my job, bro? I'm tired of this, yo. This, this, this is my release. This
1: is my
2: release, man. God.
1: Shit. Yeah, man. Shoot. It is what it is, man. I really hope that works that works out well for you, bro. Don't don't take that I shit first. Quit, I might don't I might take quit it, Nah,
2: bro. How much yeah, no, money? How much money making for the podcast? Just <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, well,
0: uh, we not gonna talk financials on this. We 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 ain't at quite listen, the daily buy uh, bracket it, yet. You know, we we on our way.
2: Wait, I'm, t- I'm ready to cash out, man. I'm ready to cash out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Uh, all, all I'm saying is. That cash ain't
1: money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it ain't you gonna know. take you by my boy. It ain't gonna Would take you by my boy.
1: Would y'all play jazz music on a date? Like, actually, oh yeah, oh, I, I, gotta,
2: I actually went on a date. Right, um, yeah. i ain't gonna say how recent it is because you know it's the podcast. so let's just say it was three years ago. <laughs> let's just say.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> so, let's just say it's three years ago, shit <laughs> <laughs>
0: yo, come on,
2: yo, all right, so, guys, so we went to this uh... gosh man, Ugh.
0: all
2: right, yeah, no it was it was a really good day, like, you know, like it was it was it was, a, it was a really good day. so what it was it was um, we did some event and they had like a random like jazz band playing, which was really cool, so it wasn't it wasn't intentional, but it was cool they were there, and they was playing
0: jazz and stuff it was a really good time, that's what's up, oh no. Nah, for me, it's, it's definitely, like, I like, I guess I like jazz and I believe, like, because I like music so much, I can always find music that fits a certain mood. Like, no matter what, we're, like, what it is, amount any group of people, I can find music that kind of fits. So I feel like, to me, jazz is a very warm and, like, sensual type of music. It almost breeds closeness and stuff like that. So, like, I've used it in the sense of if you play the right jazz, it makes people move and it kind of gets them, like, talking and and relaxed and shit like that. And then, you know, if you play the jazz long enough, you have R&B on the back end. Mm -hmm. If if y'all get where I'm going. Mm
1: -hmm. Then, Mm -hmm.
0: like, so for me, I've done it because, like, it's just a good way to, you know, create a move. Even to have a conversation, like, you know, to have a conversation or go to dinner when jazz playing, it just makes you Feel good, especially if you dressed up the right way too. You know, you got to, you know, you sharp your suit and tie, or just that good business vibe. Yeah, nah, bro, I definitely
2: know it's good. But don't don't sit close to the thing because like we were sitting super close, we couldn't hear nothing. So we had to move back. You know the movies where they're sitting right in front of the thing, you can't hear nothing right there. You got to make sure you are a distance from where they're playing it. You can't hear nothing right. In, you can hear it, but like y'all can't talk. So that's not gonna be a good date
0: with mm-hmm. y'all all in the front. Jalan, do you remember going to the In Club? like freshman year and almost going deaf. Because when you were talking about sitting close to them speakers, the only thing I can think about was, I don't know if you was with us, but long story short, went to the club for like, it was like freshman year in college, One of probably like, you know, the first handful of times I went to a club. One of the best nights of my life, but the music was so damn loud that like when everybody walked out, our ears was ringing. And I remember being like, yo, Big facts. So I was like, why are y'all so loud? We were just
2: like, we loud? Like- I, I remember that. I remember that. We were walking even outside. We had to walk back, walk
0: back to camp. <laughs> it was just ringing. I'm like, yo, I don't, yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> like, 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 God, God damn. I'm like, we had a good time. I was like, this what death motherfuckers feel like? Like that shit, it took a minute. But when you we were talking about that, I was like, yeah, you don't sit, you don't get close to speakers. Now my old dad, so when I go to events, I'm no longer the person that wants to be up front. I like being next to the door. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I got to see the door, you know, just in case I got to slide out the back. But we are coming to the back half of the episode. Do y'all want to keep going? Do y'all want to wrap it up? I think Tony wants to talk.
1: I mean, I did want to say something, but yeah, I think um, that, that um, <clears throat> in terms of the influence of jazz music, man, and having it on a date, like, I can really see the connection with that. Like, I think that that's dope. And then plus jazz music is like such of a grown man status type ears or curation of sounds. If a man has a good understanding of jazz music. So, uh, and I don't, I don't mean to sound sexist, but if a person has good understanding of jazz music, they understand music straight up. Like, you know what I mean? What do y'all think about that? I I agree.
0: I feel like it takes a certain level of intellect to to enjoy enjoy jazz. Yeah. Um, because it's like you you're literally listening to the music. It's nobody saying anything. You're literally listening to like jazz is a music about how it makes you feel because that's the only thing you have in it. And I feel like there is a sophistication. I think also from like movies too. Like, when you watch movies and then you watch, like, boss-level people and they're, like, sitting and having dinner in their office, there's always, like, some jazz playing or some mm-hmm. shit. Like, that real nice car. So I feel like, to me, it's very synonymous to it. Like, if I have a very nice dinner, I want to, like, you know, listen to jazz. If I'm with the homies and we, we definitely, like, we going to, out and getting a nice, you know, five-star dinner. The only thing you can't really play is jazz because I don't want to be – in a dimly lit room with three grown men listening to R and B, why? It just you know I like R and B, but it's not the vibe I want to be on. So I feel like that sophistication is jazz. Um, yeah, that's it. I'm done. I feel you. Oh, wow, wow. Thank <laughs> you. I'm sorry. i was gonna say something.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's, let's talk. Yeah, but jazz is fire, yo. That's as fire, as, yeah. Boy, if you don't it's funny
1: because you. there's people out here that have that same perspective, yo. Hey man, look, do y'all have any last uh, uh <laughs> thoughts?
2: Uh, for me, uh for me, Um my book is coming in the mail. We talked about um uh, uh, book clubs. My book is coming in. We're not gonna drop, we're not gonna say what book we're doing yet. My book should be here tomorrow. I'll be I'll be ready to
1: read. Big facts, big Bet. facts, man. Bet. Bet. That's gonna be a good one. Bet. That's gonna be a good transition. Damn. Yeah, I mean, uh, should we make the announcement now or should we wait? Not, not yet. Let, nah, y'all gotta give me, nah, gotta nah, give me time nah. to read first. Give me time. I'm a, I'm a slow reader. Okay? Nah, That's we facts. gotta let this. We gotta <laughs> let
0: <laughs> this one build. We already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we let the people know what's coming, and I feel like we can kind of drop some teasers, but nah, we let this one build. This this one gonna be fun. Be real. Big facts. Big um, facts. Uh, my last comments are: I definitely want to just kind of continue us talking about jazz and just kind of just current music. So. Artists, I think about Robert Glasper, um, great artists that I feel like people should check out. I also feel like just kind of understanding, and this is speaking specifically to everybody, but like for my my people, my black people, like jazz is our music. Don't don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Like we created it, like we created hip hop, and it's very woven within you know our community. So definitely go out and support your local jazz establishment if you've never been to a jazz club and watched somebody perform live go do that shit like it's definitely a beautiful experience
2: all right i'm sorry before tony goes i got something so i listened to a podcast they talk about hate mail so we got some hate in our youtube comment so we uh we dropped the um we dropped a real talking about side piece from my last episode right and we basically said my question was would you be a side piece right so you no know, tony oh well, i guess I'm, i don't know who I'm, I'm talking to tony or the artist whatever So Tony basically said he would not be a side piece. He wouldn't put himself like that. Justin would say, yeah, I'll be a side piece, whatever. I'm going to do all this extra stuff. So this is what the person that didn't read or pay attention said. She said, so our kings want us to be side pieces, but you would not be a side piece. Typical of males. Real men don't treat queens like that. (laughs) He said, also, you would not do a Becky like that. You respect Becky and not our own
0: queens. Sad. <laughs> so, so um, and let me. I want. I, I want to respond on air to our comment. Oh lord! Because I'm not. I'm. I, I'm not going to respond on the YouTube comments. So I will say this: Every woman ain't a queen. Let's let's just throw that. Okay, no, we're not. we not, not, not doing that. We're no, not no, doing no, that. No, let, no, 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 no. Listen, listen. Okay, let me say okay. this though, because okay. every every man's not a king. Like, to understand the title of king and queen, just because you self call yourself that, I can walk in and say I'm a CEO, but queens have kingdoms like kings have kingdoms. So just to throw that out there doesn't mean anything. Also, for people that jump into comments, like, with negativity, at the end of the day, we all value your opinion, but, like, please listen, actively listen before you respond. That's the only thing I'm gonna say. Just actively listen, because and also listen. You took time to write that comment. Take time to find therapy, sis. You sound hurt. Therapy hey sounds she hurt. You, you. sound she hurt. Becky, I wish like... I could give you a hug. Like, cause <laughs> we we need we don't even talk about white women on a show like that. So I don't even know why you feel <laughs> ever. Like, who hurt you, sis? Like, goddamn. Like, yeah. That's that, who hurt you? Like, you know, damn. And, and for the record, Becky's can be side pieces too. Side pieces are not <laughs> exclusively to any color. Let, let's put that out there. Exactly. I know Asian side pieces, white, Spanish, black, shit is what it is. Like, come on. Come on, sis. But hey, thank you for the support and that comment, though. We keep it coming, it. though. Yeah, keep, keep it, it coming. coming. This, is, this will be a fun exactly.
2: series to have. We want, I need to get more hate. We need more hate. Hate, 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 hate. No,
0: no, no. no. <laughs> I, uh, I, listen, I want all love. I, I, me and Tony want the love. Drop the positivity. And I'm like, I will say this. positivity all man. We need if y'all problem. disagree with what we say, and this is for anybody, this is for anybody on the podcast. If y'all might disagree. You sound dumb to really write what you're putting out on a, y'all don't know us. So why throw the hate out there? Like It just don't make sense to me. It ain't going to get back and really affect us. You just throwing shit on the wall. It ain't going to stick. I love it. I love so why take that away from your life? To throw that shit out there. It's just
2: it's just weird, you know, like wasting time. Hate. That's the thing, people this is what y'all don't understand. People are more likely to send hate than send love. So it's you don't really see like people might love us, but they'll never say it. When people hate us, you're gonna see it. So the more hate we see, we know it is love over there. So we that's why I wanna see the more the more hate. I'm like, yeah, we got love over there.
0: That hate hate makes me hi- hype dude, hype. Dude, uh, okay, so Jalan. Like, we all know who DJ Academics is. Mm-hmm. He's also probably one of those most polarizing hip hop people. I, I want to be loved. I don't want the academic shit where he, because there's people that only know him because they dislike him. So, you know, the hate's going to be there because we express ourselves and I love our opinions aren't also um, widely acceptable. So I know for me, I really don't give a fuck about being PC. So, if you're offended by some shit I'm saying, you really don't give a fuck. I'm not gonna lie to you, like, I'm not an apologetic person, because if you hurt, that sounds like a personal fucking problem to me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so, so we're gonna close, get close to the end, but I do wanna say we do appreciate the love, because we are getting a lot of love right now. Even we had some more hate on Instagram, and our homie Sam, remember Sam from college? Yeah, she. she defended. Yeah, she defended us in the comment section. I said, "Okay, all right." Got so, the yeah, it, squad out here. Yeah, okay. you know what
0: that's I'm
2: saying. It. So, that's so we good, definitely man. appreciate the love, that's and we it. appreciate y'all listening that got this far. We appreciate it. But Tony, you got something to say?
1: Yeah, man. Nah, I mean, this is this is the whole purpose of what we do, man. We express ourselves, so it's good to hear people expressing themselves in the form of hate, expressing themselves in the form of positivity, expressing how they feel about how we say things, what we say. I mean really though that's that's what jazz music is jazz jazz music is just some shit on a piece of paper maybe maybe (laughs) you know what i'm saying right so it's i I mean that's what we do best so i highly encourage just like what justin's saying go out there support your local jazz artists man go out there support your local poets man go out there support your local artists it can be hip-hop artists it can be actual painters it can be any type of creator support them because they have a form of expression that's what jazz is all about it's about expression yeah. really I, I mean hell it could be something as small as going to a new bookstore I went to this dope bookstore in mm. Durham um, it, it was actually an African name I don't want to sound stupid uh, not saying that I do I'm not but I don't want to mispronounce the uh, name of the shop but um, you can Google it if you're in the North Carolina drum area, but, um, it's called, uh, Black Books and Coffee. And, um, let me try to fuck the name up. What's it called? Yo, it starts with an I, like, Rota R- uh, I don't know, yeah, yo. no, I, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna
0: fuck it up there. Yeah,
1: me. man, it's all good. But look, no, for real, hey, that was something that I tried on a, on a limb, and I had the best time, and it was dope coffee, it was great coffee, great books, nothing but Black artists, nothing but Black writers. So, hey, man, look, try it. That's all I'm saying, man. Go for it. That's my piece. That's all I got to say.
0: I was done, but I want to say this. Jalon, make this a real. I want to say this to, like, all the artists out there, even the people that don't consider themselves artists, but have the artist mindset. And I say this because of our process. Just start. I don't know who needs to hear but just start. Don't think about perfecting your process. You just need to start. We are here, I can't even count how many episodes in it because we just started. Each time we put forth and come out, we get better. Don't think about the finish. and I know this especially because I've come across so many artists that have gifts that they need to showcase the world, but they can't get out their own head. So for y'all artists out there, the ones with the titles and the ones that don't have the titles, y'all might work nine to fives, but you have art to show out there, whether you are a poet. Or jazz artists, just put that shit out there. Just start, and don't be afraid if people don't like your shit initially. Don't worry about that validation early on. If you five ten years into that motherfucker, then worry because you might need to move on something else. But for the rest of the artists, just start. And with that being said, we are face the music. I'm Justin. I'm Tony.
2: My name is Ron Abrams. Thanks for listening, guys.
0: We're out. Peace we you